welcome to the fifth episode of Borderline Podcast Disorder. Um, it's been a... If you would have asked me on the Friday morning, I would have told you that this week has been pretty chill. Nothing um, bad, like nothing happened. I was uh, fairly, you know... Um, steady during the week but then um, on Friday Friday it um, escalated quite a bit I um, had like a long day in work and then I did a, a show in uh, in West London and uh, it took me um, ages to get home it's uh, it's been a bit you know difficult and it was one of those days where all I wished was to all, one of those evenings where all I wished was to just be in the comfort of my own uh, bed and um, it took ages to get home. Or I got to sleep about two in the morning to be more um, or like as sincere as possible. But then um, early Saturday morning, um, there was a uh, police visit to um, some of my neighbors because they had uh, some issues with um, burglary attempt. It was it was really wild. You 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 should have been there to to see the scenes. I. Um, and I got really annoyed at the the guy trying to um, rob the the neighbors because uh, I don't know it ended up in being like very noisy and um, I didn't sleep well. I had a broken sleep and uh, you know I was uh, kind of cranky the whole day. And um, in work I had to use my headphones um, at some point during the day. Um, because some people around me were having some really wild conversations I didn't want to be a part of. I, I was very uncomfortable. Um, it's been definitely a lot of like sensory overload, and I was, you know, um, I was tired. So I, um, I decided to, even though it did wind me up for a while, and I felt really tired, and I felt like everything it's uh, going against me. In the day, I just um, just put some uh, Johnny Cash. Actually, I was listening to a lot of Johnny Cash, and uh, I powered through to then um, go to a um, comedian's birthday party. You know, and that was that was nice. I, I didn't stay for long. Um, I'm actually proud to say that um, it's been uh, 321 days of me being um, sober from alcohol. 50 days um, of uh, nicotine sobriety, so that's pretty pretty cool. And uh, yeah, I went um, I went to this party, had a really nice time, um, seen some some people that I haven't seen in a while, um, said hello, and then um, I ended up um, meeting my partner for um, some late dinner, which was uh, really cool. I um, I loved it. Um, I um, Sunday I. Um, had a great opportunity to catch up with one of my uh, favorite people in the comedy circuit, um, David Ferguson. He's uh, hopefully going to be in here um, at some point soon. And um, we had a nice coffee. We had a, a haggis toasty from one of my uh, my my, pa- my favorite haggis toasty place in London. And um, then I ended up going climbing with another friend and uh, catching up. We had a good time. Uh, we talked a lot. And um, after that, I uh, managed to have um, a festive Christmas lunch. First uh, first time I was invited uh, to that. It's, you know, I'm grateful to, to Irene because it's um, her very close friends who uh, invited us over. And um, I'm happy to say now my close friends. <laughs> 
This episode features an uh, engaging conversation with the talented Liam McCallenden of the Birches. We talk about family, life in London, life in general, music preferences, and uh, and much more. It's uh, it's been really um, it's been really nice. You know, I really enjoyed. I, I cherished his company immensely, and I'm deeply bra- grateful for um, some of his help with uh, figuring out um, what to um, basically use in our new podcast studio. Looking ahead, um, anticipate improved sound quality in the upcoming uh, episodes, thanks to uh, most being conducted in uh, person. As always, thanks for tuning in, and if you're celebrating this season, happy holidays. And to those who might be feeling isolated for any reason, please remember to take care of yourselves. As we share our joyous moments, Let's also reach out to those around us who may be far from their loved ones or, you know, might be in difficult situations. And um, let's just look out, you know, for, for one another. Despite the festive season, there's no break in our schedule. Brace yourselves for fresh episodes every Monday as per usual. So without further ado, sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode. Happy listening, folks. Hello, Liam. How's it going? Not too bad, mate. Just uh, chilling in your lovely flat. Uh, oh, sorry, house. House, yes. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it's it's a nice. Yeah, it's a nice house. It's oh, a dude, nice house. it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's Thank gorgeous. You. No, it's Is lovely. It, we home. We're renting it though. It's uh, it's a nice it's a nice place to rent. It's actually uh, what's it? It's from a landlady, so it's not okay. like agency. Oh, so, yeah. I see. It's, it's so much nicer, you know, when you know your landlord. Because when you're dealing with an agency, you're never ever going to get that like human connection that kind of understands like what you're going through in your yeah. place. Yeah, like, I I think since I moved to when I moved to London, I had to go through having a an agency. I had to get get a place through an agency, and it was a nightmare. Like I, as soon as I got in, it was anything that I would call for. I. I genuinely, I, I moved out in July, and then a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month, I've got an email saying that, oh, thank you for raising a ticket in February. Uh, we would like to let you know that now we've sorted the issue. And bear in mind, I've raised uh, an issue in February. I moved out in uh, the end of June. Yeah. And I've got the email in <laughs> September. <laughs> I got the email in September to know that they fixed the problem, which I have reported in February. Dude, sometimes I I, I was living with um, an ex of mine uh, during lockdown and um, our bathroom door um, like just locked itself. So like we couldn't get in and I was dying to poo. (laughs) Like dying for it. And so like, we're trying to like get, I'm like freaking out and I'm like, I'm going to kick down the door. And she's like, you can't kick down the door. They're going to charge us for it. And I'm, and I'm like, I'm like, look, Alice, I need poo. Like I'm kicking down this door. And she goes, we'll have to call the housing agency first. So we call the housing agency and he's like, yeah, man, just, just kick down the door. Just kick it down. Like, just, don't worry. Like just send us photos, send us the emails. 
So I kicked down this door. All fine. Then about a few months later, they emailed us saying that we have to leave the house, which was because there was meant to be an older person of the landlords moving in, but they were actually selling the flat. Um, they just didn't want to tell us that, which was fine because like we 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 were, we were up after that anyway, so it was it worked out best for us. But then hadn't spoken to her in a while, obviously, and um, she gets a email from the same agency saying, "Hey, just letting you know, we're sending you a charge for uh, breaking for the lock, lock being broken in the bathroom." And we're like, what do you mean? So she just sends me this, just sends me like a, 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 like a screenshot of the email, a screenshot of the like invoice, and then goes, do you want to pay it? Holy shit. What, what, what did you say? I was like, oh, well, like you are CC'd in the emails with the, that guy who sent you that email, just send them that. And she, she said, oh, I had. And I was like, well, I'll call them, and I called them, and they were basically like, oh, yeah, well, we just can't, oh, we just forgot about the emails, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. And then, I think about, like, a month later, some other guy who worked for the agency emailed her again, being like, hey, like, can you pay for this? And then we're like, like we've already been through this already, and I, how do you think she might have paid for it? But, um, you know, it's not my money. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Oh God, no! I, it wasn't that bad. I think my what the fuck? Did I, I think I, I mentioned something about my uh, boiler rattling because the cover was um, the cover was coming off the wall. Yeah. So it was just banging constantly, Aye. and I was like, "This is annoying." And then I did it in February because it was like still cold, and we'd have to yeah, of course use the the boiler. But then, yeah, I, I remember just. I, I took a, a screenshot of the message and I sent it to to my partner. I was like, "Oh, they fixed my. <laughs> <laughs> they finally did it." <laughs> do, you know, do you know what? It's all about the long game. Because like, at, so we've in the flat that we're living in right now with me and this guy Jordy and uh, another musician known as More Them, uh, this person Chaff, and um, we're just chilling um, and our. We had, had like a bit of a party, and this guy like goes put his hand on the rail. And it was like on the day we moved in, and um, I mean a few weeks a few weeks after, he puts his hand on the rail, and it just goes. And so it was like kind of half hanging. And Jordy had lived there before, like so he lived there, moved out, and then we moved back in when we moved in with him. And um, he was like, "Oh, don't worry, it happens before." So we told our landlord about it, and she got it fixed. And like our landlord is a legend. Like I, I, I do love her. Like she's anything we ask her, she will do. So like this isn't a shit in her. Um, but like this guy comes to fix it, and he's really, really nice. Uh, like he is a really nice guy. But it was so damaged that you could just see that if you just put the nails back in, it will just eventually fall again. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, man, don't worry. Like I'll get it for it. I'll get it sorted." So it takes about six months from the finally come over and do it. Because nothing's done on time. And um, I go away and come back and it's been done. 
like oh that's great good job that's done I literally as I said that's done put my hand on it and it just goes falls <laughs> 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 again and um, so we were just like oh that's grim um, so we tell so we tell our landlord like it wasn't done right and I told um, we had already spoke about how it should have been done and she agreed to me and, and we're like cool and we're we've been living there it's now two years. We've just signed another contract for another two years. And because um, we do love that flat. Nice. It's unreal. It's, it's our little home. And um, this guy, and he came to see, we had a few other things while we're on the house, but he shows up and he looks around and he's like, yeah, 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 don't worry, I can do this, do that, do that. And I'm like, cool, when can you do it? And he's already out the door to go do something else yeah. for someone else. And I'm like, all right, well, he seems to be a very busy guy. I'm sure he can get done. That was like six months ago, maybe like four. And um, and he would like, for the past like three weeks, he will like message me between like half five and like nine being like, oh, can I come over tomorrow? And I'm like, no. Like I've got work so have my housemates can you please let me know like a day in advance because one of the guys does work from home so we can like work around it but like you might have to go in the office or I might have artists and stuff over so we can't have people doing work because we're recording music and um, so they're they're just too busy and I got a message from my landlord literally today saying what are you doing like he's saying that you're not replying to his messages and you're doing this and I'm like hold on, like, like I've already said to him, like, please let us know in a day in advance. But I was like, I didn't want to talk to you about it. And like, I'm pretty sure when she reads that message, she'll probably go, yeah, that's probably true. Because like, I, we've been nothing but honest since we moved in there. It's not like we would lie about yeah, not replying not to these messages, yeah. do you know what I mean? But yeah, it's like, you just, it's just like, sometimes you sit and blame the agents, which you can because they're, they're just there to get their pay, to get their yeah. middle pay. But like, like fan men or white fan men or even worse, like it's just trying to get a job done. Like, like, like how long? Like that's been two years, and we've had we've went through two different guys. And I know I could do it myself. <laughs> like it's not like it's not that hard. Like yeah. it's like like plastering is literally putting like you get like a gun and you just pour it in and then let it heal, sort of. Sl- fix it down and then move the railing up and just drill new holes into the wall well obviously not it isn't just that that easy but like that's basically the, the, the gist, gist of, of the it, gist yeah. of it like obviously you want to make sure that when you're drilling in the holes you want to damage the wall permanently but yeah like it's just these guys man they just take forever and like my my sister she just moved into a new house uh, around acton and um these this guy was like yeah it's gonna like charge i'm gonna we're gonna charge you like 300 quid maybe 600 to just take out uh like um washing machine and put it back in i don't know if you know how easy it is to put in a washing machine and take it and take it out and anyone listening to this who's like i (laughs) like who's like i've just realized i've been done what you do is a pipe that literally goes down into your drain. You pull it out because it's, it's not secure. It's just water going out. And then there's a tap that you unscrew. 
and that's how you <laughs> take out your washing machine and how you put it in. And that's the same for everywhere you'll go. Pretty much. <laughs> Shit. And people, yeah, people spend like 600 to a grand to get this one lad to come do that when you could just do it yourself. That's, yeah, that's true actually. But I, I realized when I was, a, I was always curious about what's behind the washing machine. Yeah, that's it. It's just, literally, it's just two pipes. You know, actually, what you reminded me of as well, the people coming over to the house to like fix stuff sent by uh, the landlord. Um, same, the, land, the landlord I had the Manchester, she was, she was so amazing. Um, she sends this guy over, again, really nice bloke, such a good guy. But, and I know he didn't come from a bad place, but he, he, as we were having a conversation about the place where I was living, he goes like, you know, uh, people like you would have not uh, been able to, to like live here. Because he was like, oh, I'm, I'm born and bred in Salford. I've been here like all my whole life. He was like, people like you would have not been able to like live in this um, estate 15 years ago. Shit. Okay. And I was like, like me? As in how? And he's like, as in like, you know, foreigners. <laughs> 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 I was like, no, yeah, I was like, but he was again. He was a really like, that, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was probably. It's one of those yeah. things where he was like, yeah, like you wouldn't see any Polish around here. You wouldn't see like Romanians around here. And uh, I was like, oh wow. Well, again, a part of me was like, what the fuck is he meant to, <laughs> to do with like people like me? Yeah. But then also, I was, you know, I kind of like, I. It's one of those things where I'm like, I know it, it's. Maybe I wouldn't say it, it, it was ill um, behaved, or he was probably just like, yeah. No, he wasn't thinking about. Yeah, he's probably he's just like, oh, uh, you know, well, back in May day. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing we were talking about, like how rough the area was. Because yeah. I, I, I did mention that uh, when I was living in in uh, in Manchester, there was a um, like apparently it was like a like a gang lord who got oh. like shot shot like near my flat shit okay yeah because like me and my flatmate we went we went for a walk and then we saw loads of like police cars and we were like what uh-huh. what is this and I was like oh this guy got got shot and that's why we were just chatting about it was like, oh yeah because that used to be run by him that area mm-hmm. right and that's where he came from and it was like you know there are like proper you know um, like North Manchester gangsters like gangsters yeah. and you know it's just a rough place and I think even the place where we the estate that we were on was a count was built to be a council estate mm. we then got gentrified but um, yeah I was like okay look I see your point but also uh, now when you talked about the, the people fixing stuff and I, I love it that you know when, when you ask someone to like come and do like some work around the house I love the idea of like behaving like it's like astrophysics or you know so because yeah. I, I remember I I had my, my one of my best mates he moved out and then I had this um, fucking asshole who still owes me money by the way so <laughs> this. Uh, but yeah uh, I had this, this <laughs> hit other, those gangsters up man they might be uh, able to, hit those gang- Manchester's gangsters up they might be able to get it back yeah. for you um, so I, I had this this guy who moved in with me for like six months and then we I swapped that's when I swapped bedrooms so I took the bigger bedroom and I gave uh, this new guy the small room and basically I I asked for the DIY guy because I was sorry the uh, service the repairman yeah to just help out because I think he was meant to do some work in the, he was meant to seal the bathtub again mm-hmm. and then uh, he was like oh don't worry I'll sort out the bed okay and 
the way he, he came in the day before, mm-hmm. going like, oh, I need to see the room. As in like to plan my... Yeah. I was like, you're moving a bed, you know? <laughs> like, but the, the whole, the whole, his whole like, the way he was like condoning himself, going like, oh, okay, so I reckon that's going to go there. And I've got the screws there. And I've, I was like, why are you... You know, like, it's yeah. not a life and death no, situation. It's yeah, pretty dude. much a, is he going to squeak or is he not going to squeak? <laughs> no, dude, I know. Because like, you're like, it's like, what you're doing isn't rocket science, man. Like, you're just taking a part of bed. It, it's, again, I, very respectful job, but it's yeah. just the, the, the funny to kind of go like, oh. But it's just because it, it's so like they can be like, it's so they can be like, well, I've, I've technically done two days' work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they haven't. Like, they've just came, had a look. It's probably like, in some cases, it probably is good that they come have a look like in a flat situation. Let's say you're moving a bed out. And oh, the hallways the, and the hallways doors. are quite yeah. tight, so you yeah. want to know like what you're working with. But if like, but like, come on, man! Like, it's, I know, like, yeah, it's, it's, like if you have a, if you're going to be here for a whole day, you're, you're, we're going to figure it out in the day. <laughs> yeah, no, you were, again, it was it was a lo- lovely guy. I think I messaged him for Christmas, just to like wish him happy Christmas anyway. But uh, yeah, I was, when you were, I was just like, what? Oh yeah, I remember that. That's. The, the last funny thing that's happened with me um, having like a repair person over, or a repairman yeah. over but uh, what uh, what have you been up to this weekend I think you uh, oh yeah I was so uh, this weekend I was in Ireland and so I was oh, I'm from Northern Ireland originally um, my name is also Liam McAlinden, I should probably all say that. But so, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> talk, about what, talk about what we do. I, so I'm in a band called Birches, but um, we'll talk about that later on. But um, at, um, I was home for my uh, cousin's wedding, which was in a, which is in Cavan, in a really, really, really fancy hotel, um, which I've forgotten the name of. But um, if you literally type in, like, Cavan, which is like a county in the south. Um, you can look it up, like Fancy Mansion Hotel. It'll be the first one that comes up. People get married there all the time. And it is well nice. Like it is, wow. it is like, it was a, I felt a bit out of place. Because <laughs> like, not that like, not that you're walking around and there's like, really like, because like, if you've ever been to anywhere in Ireland and it's posh, there will still be farmer people there. I think that's what makes places look posher, though. Yeah, the fact that it's like such a huge, like you can see. Yeah, like so, like I was, so I'm kind of there in like my little pop punk emo getup, and <laughs> um, and like every and everyone's all like, "Well, before when we got there, like I was dressed in a suit because I just came from the wedding, but like I remember coming down the next day and everyone's all like dressed nights, and I'm just there in baggy t-shirt jumpers and clothes, but everyone's real nice and it was really really cool. Um, it was my cousin Gemma to her husband, her now husband uh, Bernard, who for the entire four years I've known him. My aunt called him Bernard, so I thought that's what his actual name was. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, but they're happily married. They're lovely guys. Like um, Bernard, I-, I have like so much respect for the guy because like um, like. Like I knew this going in, 
But he did, like, when we were sitting talking at the wedding, he pulled me aside. And basically, my um, cousin Gemma has a daughter who's 12 years old, Kiana. It's not her. It's not his. Sorry, not her. It's not his um, daughter. But that's, like, like, that's the way he sees her. And, um, you know, he's such a good guy to just, like, put his whole life aside for this for and he and he even said like if I if Kiana didn't accept me I wouldn't have carried on because I'm not gonna create a split a split a split between Gemma and her when I marry Gemma I'm also marrying Kiana and like when he said that I could have cried man like honestly like it like, sounds very no, it's such a cute thing to dude, say but it's like you it's not like it's not like other guys hadn't came in Gemma's life that we didn't meet or like yeah. you know I've known men and women who like have met people who I know who have kids or like they're dating people who I know have kids and I can just tell that they don't care about the kids and he, and you know that sucks because like like you're you're taking advantage of someone who has something else so special in their life and you're playing with their heartstrings and emotions and those emotions that you're playing with will affect those kids further down. Not that that, that, your relationship will affect the kids, but it will affect that mother or father and then and then and then how they feel when they're feeling down or upset maybe even depressed from the fact that you just slapped with them and left like that's another person on their list who betrayed them and then that makes them bitter and then the kids become bitter about relationships and about father or mother figures and Bernard's just not Bernard yeah Bernard is not that guy wow and you, that's why I think like he's a fucking legend and um, fair fox teammate because like I don't know if I could do that do you, like and that's not because I don't think I don't, like, that's not because I think I'm a shitty person but I don't know if I'm good enough as a person because <laughs> <laughs> like it's, you're not like because it's basically like you're going into a relationship and already having a kid. Yeah. And it's another commitment on, over, on top of a commitment that you yeah. make in a relationship. And this dude was just like so unfazed by it. So unfazed. And that's why like, uh, and like, because like um, my father was the same like, and you know, like everyone on the weekend was just being like, Bernard, so much like your dad. And I was like, that's fucking cool. It's nice. fucking cool that everyone thinks my dad's a fucking legend as well. But she is, like, he's, he's a fucking legend, but, you know, I don't tell him that. Hopefully he doesn't <laughs> listen to this and then finds that out. But, uh, you know, that's that's what, um, that, that, like, it's, that's something that's so fucking awesome and I'm so happy for all three of them. Uh, wow, nice, man. Yeah, congrats to them. Yeah, and no, congrats. Are sure. they based, like, was it just a wedding in Ireland uh, or uh, they, yeah, are so they live in Ireland? Uh, no, they're, I think they're, I think they're going down to Wicklow, which is another county in, okay. in, in Ireland for like a few days, probably just themselves, not Kiana. Okay. Probably just go back to school, if I'm being honest. But, um, boring. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, you gotta do your maths. Um, but, um, yeah, I think they're going down for like a week, for a bit of the week, for the rest of the week, and then back to work one day, like. Mm, but um, I think that's just all they wanted. They didn't want him. I think they're. I think they're like it's getting the end of the year. Every ego is going to be cold. Might as well yeah. wait till 
Next year Yeah next year And just go Somewhere real nice For your Hollybops Yeah nice That sounds so cool man Yeah dude And yeah Because you're you're talking about Actually your your dad as well Is he in Ireland Or is he in London Yeah yeah So uh, All my family But my sister Who Followed me here About Three four years After I moved here And then I have my cousin Roseanne Who's in London as well um, which is like I, which is funny because she's like, she's a bit older than me, but um, we didn't know she existed. Um, basically, my uncle had her with uh, this woman, and then um, one day he showed up to the house and they weren't there, and they were wait, gone. Wait, who was who was gone? So like when she was a kid, yeah, um, and like he would see her every now and again. He showed up to the house and they weren't there. Oh, they were just gone. And because like this is like time where there's no social media, yeah, there's no, they can't jump on Facebook yeah. or Instagram and find people. I was it like she was gone, and then um, like we like I was must have been fifteen, sixteen. So I think you're like ten years ago now. Yeah, ten, it would be ten years ago, close enough. And then um, I come home and my mum and dad go show me a photo, and they're like who's this? And I'm like, oh, it's my cousin Sarah Jane. And they go, no, it's not. It's your cousin Roseanne. And I was like, who's Roseanne? And they're like, oh, this is like, um, this, is our, this is your cousin. And what? Yeah, and she came over. She's such a legend. Like, literally, she comes over, and then um, we get to the, get into, like, my uncle's house and all, and she's meeting everyone, and, like, you know, she's met all my other cousins already. I'm probably, like, the last person she has to meet. And, like, she says it herself. It was just like that. Like, we just became best mates, like, because, like, walk over and all we're just chatting and I think I said I think I maybe had a beer or something maybe she had a beer and I was like oh, I really want to go for a fag and she was like I've been trying to go for a fag but I don't want granny to know him smoke and I was like that doesn't matter let's go so me and her snuck out of the house together like an 18 year old and I like 25 or something 24 or something Sneaking out of the house to go smoke like something would get in trouble. <laughs> but um, we did. We snuck out and we went and had a fight together, and that was it. Like from from then on, we were just best mates. And I and I I was moving over here, so then I moved here, and then we'd see each other as much as we can because obviously, like I'm busy with my own stuff, and she's busy with her own stuff. And as everyone knows, life just gets in the way. Um, but we're trying to see each other as much as possible. And honestly, like she's. Such a legend, and I'm so lucky to have her in my life. Oh, that yeah. sounds amazing! No, yeah. So it's and so it's my sister, who my little my little best mate, and then my um, and then her, and then well, I've got a few cousins in Liverpool as well who moved over, uh, Katie and uh, Ronan, but uh, um, their partners as well who are both also legends. Um, <laughs> so like nice. Una and Harry, yeah. No, they're so like I'm. I'm quite lucky. I'm definitely quite lucky because, like, you know, a lot of people, like, not our family imperfect, you know what I mean? Like, our family fights over stupid shit oh, yeah. that nobody matters, <laughs> uh, that, that, that doesn't matter at all. Like, who's getting what when someone dies or, like, this, like, someone said this about someone's husband, you know, like, <laughs> shit like that. But, like, it's, what's really, really cool and, like, a lot of people have said this to me. It's awesome how your family, like especially that side, as anyway, are quite close and like 
you like I like I might not see them for like a year or two, and the second you see them, it's like nothing's ever changed. And um, I'm quite lucky to have that close of a little family that we're all. That's really yeah yeah they were all really good to each other like even even like we know each other's flaws and like we'll all sit there and be like you know like there's no like beef when we're telling the other to get their act together it's like the other will always know when they're being told you know, you need to wise up the the person says that because they fucking love you and they want you to succeed and do well like because like why why wouldn't we like you know at the end of the day like yeah, you can't, yeah. you can't like. Because, you know, you'd have friends where you'd be like, like you're just sitting in your room, smoking weed all day, dude, like, not doing anything. Like, like you could be doing this, this and that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I will. But you never, like... but And some 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 may just, like, never react to it. And others will make it angry at you. Because, like, they know they're not doing anything. And, um, and when, you know, when you know... when some, Like, everyone has experienced this. When, like, you're told the truth and you don't want to hear it, you're going to be like, you don't know me, mate, I'm going to knock you yeah. out. Like, yeah, like, yeah it's, and, it's, really, it's hard not to get defensive. Ex- yeah, and so it's really, really nice that um, we are able to have those conversations with one another and tell each other, you know, like, maybe you're the problem. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> or like, or something like that. Not, not, but like, that doesn't mean like every problem is solved. Like, like things that happen could be someone else's fault or maybe what someone said to them made them feel bad or like it was bad which is the reason why they feel bad and um, we're always being able to put that arm around each other but it's we're also able to give that kick up the ass to one another which i think is really nice um because you don't get that in a lot of families and i think it's really cool that i got that in mind at least yeah no that, that sounds amazing i think uh i mean as a, it's it's hard. It's it's. I feel like I, I feel jealous when I hear an artist with like a fully functional family. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say I wouldn't say fully functional. Okay, functional enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, like you, you, I, guess, <laughs> I guess, like, like fuck. What's that like? <laughs> I guess. I guess it's because we weren't, and I was. Because when I was a kid, like, I was just okay with, like, not being okay, which sounds weird. But, um, like, from a very young age, I, I just knew there was something wrong in my head. Because, like, everyone would be really happy. And I'd feel really sad. Oh, same. I, I, used, to, I used to hate kids. Yeah. Because, like, they're all playing <laughs> games. And, like, for some reason, I feel like shit. And I'm seven years old. And... I've been told my entire life that kids are meant to only feel fun and happiness. And this, like, cause this is how depression works, if you want to know, is that nothing needs to happen for you to feel sad um, yeah. or feel anxious. It's sometimes just an chemical balance in your brain. And that's just the way you were born, mate. Get on with it. <laughs> and like, yeah. when you're seven years old and you go into your teacher's, and your friend takes you in, and this is what happened to me. And um, I remember going in and being like, oh, I and the teacher was like, What's wrong with you? And I was like, I'm sad. And she's like, Why? And I'm like, I don't know. And she just turns and goes, Well, there's nothing wrong with you, so go on. I decide and play. And I've told that story to God knows so many people. 
And so many people get annoyed at her because this is a child admitting to you that they might have depression. But I'm also seven years old. Yeah. How are you meant? How are you as an adult meant to know that a seven-year-old child has depression? Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of my life, like, I must have been thirteen, and this girl was basically describing what was wrong with her mom, and I was just like. So, like, this is, like, a thing that happens with everybody. Like, it's not just... <laughs> like, I am not the only yeah. one. And so, like... And, like... I don't, I don't know, like... I've been told maybe it's Asperger's. But, like, I've always re- had struggled with reading emotions. Or, like... Mm-hmm. like uh, and now that I'm older, because I spent my whole life figuring out how to read people's emotions on my own. Um, whether that was through living getting it wrong a lot <laughs> and um uh narcotics you know uh, <laughs> in the nicest way to put it but you know it was in those times it was like like i always remember doing this a certain drug and that this certain drug basically makes you happy and um i must have done it when i was 15 years old and i remember being like this is what happiness feels like man and i wasn't sure until that moment that that was what the feeling of being happy was like which sounds crazy it is but Shit. in that moment like i was like oh this is what happy happiness is <laughs> and that like it was 15 years of my life where every time i felt happy i didn't know that's what happy was and that's that was, that, that was that was probably the understanding the difference between emotions and stuff was the hardest thing. It's so yeah, I think it's uh fuck yeah. Because I the thing is I because I do um, I do like for you know the thing when you were like oh fuck so it's not just me yeah this happened to me when I um, when I when I because when I I got my diagnosis for like borderline personality disorder yeah so then I I've been advised I, I started to do like some uh, like a some sort of group therapy but it's, it's yeah. been more than that uh, it's the dialectual behavioral therapy mm. and I remember getting into this room and there were like another five or six people who have been diagnosed with something what I have or similar yes and. It sounds weird because I, I think the first time when people were like, oh, you're just, de- you're not just, but like, oh, you're depressed. And I'd be like, fine. And I was like, oh, everyone's depressed. Like, but I was like, you don't understand yeah. to what extent my depression, yeah. like, I'm like, to what extent my sadness and my loneliness yeah, no, goes. And then they put me in a room with like five or it was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy because I, I was doing some research and I was like, it's, it's 1% of the world that has what, like, borderline personality disorder. Yeah. Like this is little, you know, and, but it's still just to be like, well, there are at least six people that I know in London. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. But dude, like that's that's exactly what it's like, though, because like I'll always remember, like we used to bother me so much, and I, I really used to hold on to it. Was that people would say they're depressed, but they just had a bad day. I I hate that with the OCD stuff. Oh, I'm, I'm a bit OCD. I'm like, no, just you don't like your mug to be in the wrong yeah. side of the coffee table. You, you, You're not. You don't have OCD. One of my friends, God bless him. He is the most one of the kindest people you'd ever meet in your life. Like everyone who meets him just loves him. 
and he suffers from the worst OCD and it's horrible dude like because like it's not like that's what people think OCD is they think it's like just like things being in the wrong place or like having things a certain way no it's not like he's like so particular about everything and when that doesn't happen he just freezes because the anxiety of not being able to do the way that he needs to do things like he won't get aggressive he won't get angry and people use OCD but you can't see because it's audio but yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm air like, quotes yeah air quotes <laughs> the um, like people think because if you move something left to right and you're and you're a dick about it that <laughs> and you say well I have a bit of OCD that, that you're let off yeah like no mate like you're just being an asshole like I, I and I've been in a situation with them where like this one thing happened and he just stopped and I was like are you okay and he was like trying to say words to me but because of his OCD he couldn't speak holy shit so like we just sat in my car and we just waited till he was able to speak and I put on some music that he liked and we sat there and I sang it and eventually he sang along with me and then that was us you know what I mean wow but I am you know like I think like there's I think it's so great that we're living in a world now where like we're taking the time to like find those things but like I also do think we need to make it clear the difference between having something and not having something yeah um, because like it, it, it be, having these things shouldn't excuse shitty behaviour yeah like I may have been I may have been depressed but not being there for certain exes doesn't excuse that do you know what I mean yeah I do uh, yeah yeah, do you know, like, yeah like I am someone who 100% suffers but my shitty behaviour because of those reasons it doesn't make up for it and I feel like a lot of people who are dead my age and younger and even people who are older than me like well go well I have bipolar I am depressed I have anxiety yeah everyone does and people just have it unbelievably way worse or hardly at all like I know a guy who told me he knows what it's like he understands it's like to have depression and anxiety, but he never he's maybe felt it twice, three times in his life. What's that like? Fuck. Dude, I don't know. Like I'm that so must be jealous. fucking unreal. Yeah. Like imagine like he was like he he actually said to me the first time he when he was explaining anxiety for the first time, he actually hadn't felt it yet. So when someone was explaining to him anxiety, he literally thought they were lying. He was like, that can't be real. It's just something they make up in the head. It must be the drink. <laughs> it, like it must be like that. Like it can't be real. And then when he felt it for the first time, because he was going to get married, yeah, he was like, "Oh my god, that's this is this is what everyone explains exactly yeah. is." And you're like, "It's so bullshit." Like imagine going for your whole life and never, like I don't know. Is that like because, like, 
he seems to be a happy person, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But is that because he's never took the time to understand the rest of his emotions? Or is it because his brain, the way he was born, was just working yeah. Right. And so he's I, never had to worry about it. The thing is, I don't think it's because I always thought it was like a wrong and a and a right. I just think it's it's just the way it is, you know. Because I, I always yeah. was like, oh fuck, I, like something I'm broken in some way. Yeah. But it's now when I I, I I got to the point now where I'm, you know what? It's it's hard, and it's it's so fucking annoying sometimes. But yeah, dude, it's pretty cool, man. I think it's pretty cool too because it's kind of like you, the skills that. And especially, you know, when you said the things that, look, I've done things that I'm not like, you know, I, I, I wish I, I could use it as an excuse, but I don't use it as an excuse. It's just the way it is. It's not, actually, it's not an excuse. I'm, I'm owning what I've done. Yeah. So it only shows that, like, moving on, because I see it now when I, I learn how to live with, like, borderline personality disorder and I, mm. how I, I, I do certain exercises a day and I do, like, you know, I, I have to take the time to process things. Yeah, 100%. You actually see that, you, if anything, you have to, become more more skillful yeah of course when you have those feelings like when you actually get to have a look in your head and be like oh I'm gonna miss so okay that's what that is okay I guess I'm not gonna make any rush decisions right now or oh I guess I'm not gonna send that text message now or I guess I'm not yeah. gonna do that now I need some time to some time to think yeah and the doing that because people would go oh but that that sounds like a waste of time no that, doing that it's actually more powerful yeah, because 100%. you know to, to be able to I think uh, I heard this theory where it's like you have a, a pause button and a fuck it button yeah so if you allow yourself to be in the position of like stepping backwards and being like am I just, am I gonna pause this and I'm just gonna you know take a breather or am I just gonna go well, fuck it yeah you're still in the driver's seat like exactly. still, you know rather than being like oh well I let like my behavior like I let my impulses take over me no 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 you when you realize that even in the worst situation there is still the case of what you still have options yeah. like you, you can either go because it's not not a bad thing to sometimes just like lash out to someone if someone's been annoying you know yeah. you have every fucking yeah, right to someone's to, been an asshole to you but, fucking be an asshole back <laughs> but just but that's but there's the thing, a line but, there's always a line exactly and to be able to always allow yourself to be on the side of the line where you're like well is this worth it or is not am I gonna Am I going to be like, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to move on with my day? Or am I yeah. going to be like, I'm going to fuck this person up? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to move on with my day. That's, yeah. that's cool, man. Yeah. I think that's, that's very impressive. But I think that like, these are like, now that you're, you've been diagnosed and stuff, like these are things that like, you'll learn. Like, I, 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 I'm, I told this story so many times. I was, so in like, Ireland, Northern Ireland, we have teenage discos for like 13 to 17 oh. year olds yeah, yeah and that's basically how the drink culture starts <laughs> um, because you're 13 years old and a 15 16 year old go here's a bottle get that down you and you're like yeah because you're 13 years old Holy hanging out shit. with all these like basically becoming adult well, yeah you're not like, like I'm 25 and I don't even think I'm an adult yet but like you know like the you, you, when you're that age you think these guys are basically adults you know and um, I yeah. remember being this, at this club's called Sense in a place called Cookstown, and there was this girl crying because I think her boyfriend maybe broke up her, like so the guy should like kiss somebody else. And um, I just thought she was laughing. <laughs> I thought like I thought she was laughing something really funny, 
So I walked up to her and goes, oh, what's so what's funny? So funny? And, <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? Like my boyfriend? <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, what have I done? And like, like that was the moment I realized there was something wrong. Like, like, it, like I wasn't just sad. Like yeah. I literally couldn't tell someone was upset it's in front a, of me. Yeah. And so like, it was just the practice of doing it again, doing it again, and doing yeah. it again. And like, one hundred percent, yeah, it has definitely made me way more emotionally um, capable than other people. That doesn't mean that, like, like, like when I drink a lot, the next day I will feel, I like, I could feel really, really, really anxious. Some people, some some people, some days, sorry doesn't happen but when it does like it's so hard to get out of bed because I'm lying there and I'm like like I love my two housemates Shafiq and Jordy are my two best friends I could talk to them about anything but like I'm afraid for them to see me even look that way do you know what I mean yeah and like they could look at me and not even tell. Do you know, I could just go in, fake the smile. But knowing that those two people would be worried about me. And that's good. That's not a bad thing. That's great that those people love and care me, care enough for me to do that. To just give up their time to make sure I'm okay. It terrifies me. Shit. And so like, I'm, I'm, I'll be strapped to my bed. I'll be shaking because like I can't get up. Yeah. And um it does and that still happens to this day. It happened Holy fuck. like it happened on the weekend after the win. Like it took me a while to get over the feeling of being anxious and really good tip for anybody listening, go for a swim. Because we were definitely creatures in the water before we became humans because anytime I've just and if and I mean this when I say this like if you're feeling shit you're feeling down get yourself out of bed and jump in the shower jump in the bath or if you even have a local pool or something like that go for a swim because I am telling you when that water hits your skin and if you stand there for 10 minutes, even if it's with a bit of music on or it's just silence, you may not have figured out what the problem is. And there might not even be a problem in some people's cases. But I'm telling you, man, that bit of water would just rub off all the shit and you'll come out and you'll be like, I may not feel better. I, and sometimes you'll be like, you know what, I feel unreal. But I'm telling you, if you just get yourself in the shower, in the bath, go for a swim, you will feel unbelievable. You know, I, um, I had this uh, thing, that I, I heard this theory about, um, basically they were like, oh, if you ever feel overwhelmed, then put your head into like a, a bucket or with like ice water. Yeah. Or, like, cold. And a part of me was, was like, 
I get like overwhelmed in central London. Where the fuck am I supposed to get? It? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I remember listening to to this like person going like, "Oh yeah, that's like such a big because because I agree with you. Right? Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. it's such a it, it's it. To me, I, I found I, I like I love running and I love I think the idea of like doing the opposite, just just getting through dressing up in um, like clothes that I wear outside yeah. so that I don't sit back in bed it helps out a lot making out my bed helps out a lot but I just remember the first time when someone was like oh you just need some like ice water over your yeah. face and they were like yeah no just like just like fill up a bucket put some like ice cubes mm. and uh, just like slowly put your like uh, like like face in the in the water yeah and a part of it was like you know that was for like a like a like a work Health assessment or like, yeah. like where the fuck am I? Like, yeah, am I you're not find those to things. Like, you know, carry wild. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like you get some some builders who have like those uh, buckets that they carry yeah. with them for uh, plaster and yeah. Like, am I supposed to like carry just one of those in central right. London and yeah. it's like a bag of ice? Yeah, and no. just like, oh, I feel oh. Is it is it gonna happen? Is it gonna, yeah, here it comes. The free water? Yeah, the free water? <laughs> oh, dude, yeah, no, I I totally get that. I guess in some cases. Like you could always you you could always just like I always find like because I get you know you're in Oxford Street or and or or circus and just so many people around yeah and you're like fuck shit <laughs> like, yeah and nobody's looking at you but you think everybody's looking at you yeah so like it can be really daunting but I, the trick truly is is just Put in your earphones. If you have the person that, someone that you care about, ask them, "Can I hold your hand?" That's actually cute. Like I mean, I mean that. Like yeah. if if it's like, and if you're like a guy or girl, and you're not, and you're if you're a girl and and you're with your your girl mate, you'll probably be able to do that. But I mean this: if you're a guy and you're straight and you're 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 worried that like someone might think you're gay because you're gonna hold your mate's hand, it's not fucking gay, man. Because that lad who's your mate will be there for you if you just say, can I hold your hand because I'm not feeling good. And if they say no because that's gay, then they're not your fucking mate and they can go fuck themselves. Because yeah. anyone, if you're not feeling good, and anyone who you think cares says, I'm not going to help you. Like, don't get me wrong. Let's say you want to call your girlfriend, your mum or dad, or like one of your mates, and they say, can you give me an hour? Um, just in the middle of something they're not a dick they're just also dealing with their life yeah, yeah. but if you're in the street and you're with your mates like or if you're not you know you can put on earphones put on a podcast put on some music put on someone that just relaxed you That and that goes from chillest jazz to the most hardcore metal like whatever makes you feel you put it in and don't let anyone tell you what's the best way to do it because my way will not work for you. Your way will not work for me. But I'm telling you, if you're in the street and you're with your mate, ask them for a hug there and then. Or just ask them to hold your hand. Because having someone else there, just know that you... So that your, your brain will eventually go, oh, I've got someone here who gives a shit. Yeah. And having someone there that gives a shit just makes it so much easier. Um. It's so yeah. It's such a huge 
thing and I uh, I was thinking actually what you, what you said about the, the music bit yeah and I was like I listen to like I recently I found myself I listen to like Black Sabbath <laughs> yeah <laughs> when I've said that like the other day I was like it's, you know like the, the, it's God really dead and I was yeah. like what a tune and like that yeah, I was feeling so shit but that was like it's such a good song or like my favorite is I you know Suicidal Tendencies yeah of course yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I downloaded I had the, the, the one of the first albums the one with the oh. uh, in, in uh, what's I it know, called I the, think, in, uh, I'm um, literally gonna look it up right now yeah. just to make sure that we is get it right the um, fact uh, check uh, let's have a look who gets it first uh, the race is on I can't play. I can't spell suicidal. It's okay. I can. Uh, oh no! <laughs> it's uh, in, institutionalized. Oh yes. So yeah, 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 and every yeah. time I listen, I, that song is like. I think it's one of my favorite songs. Dude, you forget how long these guys have been playing. Yeah, it's 1983. No, dude, that's so long ago. 1982. Wow. Dude, and still and still dropping music to this day. Yeah. Which is cool. I think it's it's incredible, and I think that. Well, again, I, I I honestly think the the so that album, the one I was referring to, is one probably one of the best things yeah. I have listened to. I no, I, I'm not as crazy about anything else, but yeah. my whole thing was that that's the one I listen to when I when I feel bad, and I'm like, Dude, if someone was to listen. I don't know. I feel like if someone, you know, sometimes when you, do you ever like walk down the street and you're like, if people could actually hear, what I hear dude, I listen to some weird fucking music. Like, like, like it's like, have you ever heard of Apex Swim? No. Okay, so they're like these like uh, like DJs from like the late eighties, nineties, still going to this day, and it's like proper like what I call computer dance music where oh. it's just like it's like beep it's like beep boop boop doop beep beep while like a drum beat going yeah, on yeah, yeah. or like it'll have like weird glitch noises and like I I actively um there's a guy from us no he's from Canada um, and he's a guy called Nice Beats and his album which came out in 2016 I will pull it up here now I'm telling you it's a great album just to Listen to to um, it's called Cosmic Surgery by Neat Beats. It came out in two thousand and eleven, and like it's like these mentally recorded drums that um, you can hear on a regular basis. And what's really or like on a regular basis that doesn't make sense. When you listen to the drums, they're like real drums, and then it just has random little like cuts and glitches. So the drum beat will be going like. And then, like, a glitch will come in where it'll go... And, like, listen to that when I'm walking through Town and Court Road to get yeah. to work. Like, I know there's a girl listening to Dale next to me, another lad. He's probably listening to some... He's a Swifty, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And um, he probably got... Like, my, my mate is oh. listening to some, like, seriously hardcore punk. But that, that, like, what I call atmosphere music just makes me feel comfortable and that moment do you know what I mean the, the, the sounds that you were making uh, reminded me of uh, have you watched Friends yeah of course you know when Ross plays the, the, like, the radio the, the, is it synthesizer I think so something like that yeah the, <laughs> oh. 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 yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like guys and like, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> no, dude. Like, and that, like, and that, it's basically, 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 I'm listening to Ross play um, a synthesizer for about half an hour of my day. Oh, and it man. just makes you feel good, dude. You know, there is one of my one of my favorite people in in comedy. He's, he runs, uh, he does like radio work and runs yeah. a, 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 one of the longest running gigs in Manchester. Uh, Jason, he's got like a a a. a, 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 a ridiculous amount of synthesizers yeah and he's got some like YouTube videos where he plays like all of them at once or, yeah. and I'm just like what is this and I <laughs> I because I remember when every time I, I he, he once showed me a video and I could literally see Ross going like what do you think yeah <laughs> you know with like the phone in front and yeah. I was like but again I think it's it's incredible I it, it's I don't know to, to I love I think I I don't necessarily understand I pretty much don't understand anything. <laughs> I'm sure you understand but, something but there too. The, there are so many types. Like the, the one thing that I understand is that there are so many types of like this is what's beautiful about like any sort of art form. Yeah, because you like you everything makes it does has like a meaning. Well, like that's why everything that's why everything has to be art. Yeah, like I think football is art. I think like like paint, painting is obviously art. I think literally crafting a chair is art. I think, like, building a car is art. You know, like, these things, like, building a rocket ship, um, there's arts to these things, and that's what makes, like, it really, really, really cool. Like, there's even an art to what we're doing right now, it's podcasting, talking, and... um, Because it's so, like, what's so cool about this is that, like, you're able just to, like, sit down with another person and talk about life, talk about how you feel, and there'll be people who listen to this and they'll go yeah I get that too do you know what I mean and that's yeah. why like doing stuff like this and the comedy itself like it's probably one of the most purest art forms ever because I believe what art should do is make you feel something and the greatest thing is seeing a smile on someone's face yeah and you get this being a comedian, as I do as being a singer. When you see someone smile or laugh during like your performance, because like for you to tell a joke or me to do like a funny dance move while I'm singing, they're, the entertainment that people get out of it makes it so makes it it's value to me and to you, but like. If they didn't smile, why, the, why, why would I do it? Yeah, I, oh God, I think, um, I don't know if you've heard of them, Gang of Youth. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course I do, yeah. He's yeah, one of my favorite bands. I think yeah. he's probably, I want to say top three favorite bands. Yeah. And um, I, I, I saw them live twice after, the, like last year actually. I think when we first In, met. Um, we you were told me you were, yeah, I yeah, think you told me you were going to go see them again. I think I'm going to go. Yeah, that, that's the, the yeah. second time I went to see them after we we met. And um, the thing is, I was in Manchester the first time. Yeah. And uh, basically, like Dave LePep was playing uh, the uh, a song about uh, his brother. Actually, I think it's called Brothers. Yeah. Um, about like his his family and like him and uh, finding out about like his dad. And mm. I was like, cause I was crying when that when he was he was playing yeah. the song. But I wasn't sad. 
Yeah. He just made me like because my my dad also passed away a yeah. long longish time ago. Sorry, it's it's fine. Oh yeah, it, it's happened. Thank you, thank you. No, it's happened no, a long. It can be but, tough. But the, the I just like I was I was there with like one of my one of my my closest friends. Madi, I was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Yeah," <laughs> and just like with, with up, like tears just pouring down my face, I couldn't stop. No, dude, and I was just like, "This is so beautiful." Yeah. And yeah, I think it's 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 movies and and music and it's it's this kind of stuff that you like. I just watch something and I'm, I I it's still joy yeah dude, you know it's the joy I just tried to look for my drink while we're talking but yeah. it don't matter no I had a Lucas it it's over here like uh, we're not sponsored so um, someday hit <laughs> us up hit us drink up. you know what's so like weird about these bottles completely distracted from the lovely conversation about like <laughs> your okay. your dad but like I was told that they're doing this so like it, the new Lucasade balls are like are like different because they've cut off the half so like you know it's only here is coloured so it's better better for reusable plastic okay but I was told that it was only meant to be this but this is also plastic so oh so he still has a, yeah. a seal on so like but this will be unusable <laughs> and the reason they've done it was so that this will be usable <laughs> It, it, it's, it's literally com- it's like per- com- the purpose it was made for is completely useless <laughs> oh this is uh, now now we're starting the um, this is the next section of the podcast which is um, finding your favorite conspiracy theory <laughs> yes by time by time support it yeah it doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, but I see what you're saying because yeah. you'd think, okay, so it's like a smaller label, and then yeah. the bottle, but then the actual bottle has plastic on. You want for the nerd? Around. So, like, what's what's the point? Because I, because like when I seen it in shops and stuff, I thought this bit here, which no one can see, but because we're only in audio, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but like the bottom half of the bottle is still is still part of the plastic of the label. So, like. And like when this gets taken to the like recycling places, they don't have time to cut that to off. Cut that off, yeah. Because they're just grabbing as much clear plastic as possible yeah. and reusing it. So oh like my there is like what they have done to save the environment has just basically they're at the same point where they started. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think yeah. the only thing is they, they use less color. For yeah, the, I guess, I guess they're using less ink. So that's, that's that is good. I was I thinking, you know, if they were to like come with like mini versions of the bottles, mm. which actually wouldn't help the environment. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because that would make sense. Because you're like, you have the mini version of the label. Yeah. Either way, yeah. Either, so, yeah, no. yeah, don't trust uh, any any other uh, news out there. Yeah, don't for, trust corporations. Uh, yeah, if you, if you want to see the real truth. Uh, just stay with us. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. This, this what, you're only going to get hard facts. <laughs> yeah. Nothing the next but. episode, which vaccine is out? <laughs> <laughs> which, which one will, li- like Leslie, lead your autistic children? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's the most unlikely uh, mobile network to give you cancer <laughs> if you have 5G? Oh, no. Um, oh, that's, that's something so weird. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, why would you think that your phone network would give you cancer? It's it, it, the radiation. Look, the, the, the what people 
like the understanding, yeah, the radiations are coming from the signal, right? Yeah. But it's like a microwave. Like you, if you if you were to like put yourself in a microwave, yeah, then that microwave can give you cancer, yeah, because of the level of yeah. Well, I I love the fact that people, you know, there was I don't know if you've ever heard about it when you were in school here, but mm. in Romania, we were told in school that uh, this uh, this guy was a teacher in uh, in the states, yeah. like Harvard, and again, I'm just. I'm, I don't want to be sued by Harvard, but anyway, basically, yeah, in Romania, uh, there was there was a myth that oh yeah, this teacher um, took the the cell phones of all the kids in the class or students, yeah. put them on the table, and then put some like popcorn, like raw. Actually, corn. Yeah. In in between the phones, and then started calling each other phones, and apparently they were like the corn started popping because of the the radiations. Yeah. I was like, I've tried to do like some fact check years later because I didn't believe yeah, that for yeah, a while. Yeah. That's not true. Yeah, of course it's not. But the fact that I believed it. And the fact that, like, I think again, people in my class, That's they were like, "Yeah, that gives you, yeah." It was like, "Oh, that gives you radiations." And and like, I I remember the first time I I found out, I used to like answer calls like this. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> For any, well, you can't see it, but basically, uh, my phone is very yeah, yeah. He picked up his phone, and his phone just he went hello, and right right to his mouth, and then moved the phone and unbelievably the, the, far away. There, there is also there are there are people who like don't. Put their uh, their phone in like pockets, yeah. jeans, yeah, so that they don't like get radiations on their like genitalia. Yeah, or yeah. I've seen like my dad <laughs> this thing where because you know back in the day I, again I don't know what it was like in Ireland but my dad used mm-hmm. to have a cell phone in his uh, little like shirt pocket yeah, the, the, the chest ones, yeah. yeah and he stopped doing that because he on the news they said that that can basically send radiations to your heart dude to be fair <laughs> my mate always told me and he believes I, I it could be true. Because I'm not, like we're not scientists, like, like we we're only yeah. we're only going off logic and like like what we've been told. But like my mate told me that his uncle got telestial cancer. I did not say that right, but ball cancer basically because he used to have his laptop on all the time. Well, on his lap. Yeah. Oh. And it was because of the heat that that created the. Um, Cancer. That makes sense. I mean, no. It, it, it I see why. Yeah. You, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. But like, holy shit. I don't know. Like, really. Like, the thing is, the reason it's really, really hard to like know if any of that shit's true is that radiation comes from everything. Yeah. So like, it's like you, and like cancer is like one of these things. Like you could never drink. Never smoke, never do a drug, always be healthy, be fit, eat right, go to bed at the right time, get up at the right time, basically have your life as the apex of what a human should. And um, you still get lung cancer. And now our 
sponsor. You <laughs> <laughs> can say the orange. Yeah. No, I think so too. I think so too. Multivitamin. Actually, with a little bit of leucosate orange, you can cure all of that. <laughs> all diseases, yeah. All forms of illnesses. True. This has been proven by no one mm. ever. Oh, God. And will continue to be proven by nobody ever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no um, no animals have been harmed during the, our testing. So. <laughs> that's probably not... That, that, that's probably the one thing that's definitely not true. Yeah, that's true, Sadly. actually. Oh, no, what a... What a yeah, we went from, which was nice actually, mental health to cancer. Yeah, <laughs> we had a nice long conversation. Yeah, and, and um, you know, we, we kind of like worked, uh, wor- worked our way here, but how's the, um, how's the music work going? Uh, dude, I, it's going really, really well. I, I'm really excited. We, we took this year out, um, basically, I play for a band called Birches. Um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Instagram, and all that crack. Um, Got to start using Twitter more. But the, we, um, sorry, it's not Twitter anymore. It's called X. Uh, oh, X. Yeah. The twi- yeah. Actually, sorry. No, go ahead. Um, apparently, for every person that says Twitter instead of X, Elon Musk dies inside a little. <laughs> and... <laughs> It's such a weird vanity project. It's such a weird vanity project. Like, what, why would you buy one of the biggest social media apps and then go, go change the name? I and I, I just find it hilarious. I just see him as the, um, you know, how do I give an example? I I had those like I, I had like a, a girl in my uh, class when I was like in secondary school. Yeah. That she used to like bully me to a to a huge extent, but she was like, it's not pronounced. Uh, croissant is pronounced croissant yeah. that's how I imagine Elon Musk going like oh I just tweeted something he's like no it's not pronounced tweet <laughs> it's pronounced X X it, it's so weird like, it's so weird to say oh I was on X the other day and uh, I put up this X uh, like I've X'd myself yeah like. <laughs> it just sounds it, it just it just because like you say you post something, like, on social media, that sounds kind of right, because we've been so used to posting letters. Posting, yeah. If it, like, X As well wrong. as, that, you know, tweeted became a verb. Yeah, it did. Like, an actual, it was like, oh, I tweeted something. Like, you're not posting, you're tweeting, and now yeah. you're kind of... You're just ruining that for everyone. You just didn't need, it. You just didn't need to change it. I, you know, I still actively use it because I suck and love doing scrolling. Um, oh, I, I stopped using uh, X. I used Threads instead. Threads, how you find it? It's not bad. I feel like it's it's a it's a milder. No, actually, you know what? Because Instagram knows everything about me already. Yeah. Uh, the algorithms are pretty pretty easy. Like I okay. think maybe the first few weeks when I started using threads I was yeah. like what is this shit he has nothing to do with me yeah. and now I'm just all I see is either like sports news yeah. comedy stuff and then like pets you know what? videos I think maybe I should just like try both because like it's just I have this like weird thing where I'm like I promise we will get to the music the <laughs> um, the like I went on to threads I was like I'm going to try and use it then I ended up just going and checking what's going on next. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, I was already actively using this 
thread-based platform. Now I'm just using two. And like, you know, we're in the digital age, so we spend a lot of our times on our phones. Um, but like, I play a lot of video games and I make music. So I'm already going to be looking at TV screen and laptop screens unless I'm just practicing my music or I'm away for a walk. Nice. So like, you know, if you're... And because my job is basically promoting myself on social media, X is like my one little thing that I'm not doing that on, even though I definitely should. But it, uh, <laughs> but like, it is my own little escape to for just football, wrestling, and games and comics. You oh, know I mean? shit. Yeah, you don't actually... Yeah, no, I get you. So like, when... It's like, I have to use Instagram and Facebook for work. Yeah. I should use X for it as well. But the, it's like my own little escape. Escape, yeah. So like, and I'm already working on my phone. So like, I'm on Instagram and Facebook for work all the time. Like, I'm, I'm getting to look at X just for my little, <laughs> little quick look to see like, oh, if the world's on fire. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I can put, put in like, so I don't, when I'm already on it for work, I have X just for me. Obviously, you have to text people as well because nobody phones anyone anymore. Like, um, or go see people. You know, you just have. You just. I would just rap, like. I would always. I would always rather people just come see me. I I do. I, I appreciate. I I do like that, but sometimes I'm I'm just. I generally I'm scared picking up the phone. Sometimes yeah, I'm yeah, like, but that, I think oh god, been, this is gonna take me taken, ages. It's just it's been taken out of our culture. It's so much easier just to send a message, isn't it? Yeah, it's like you don't have to like worry about what they're gonna say in that moment because like, you know the anxiety of like calling yeah. someone to be like, hi. Are you okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you ready? To, do you want to do something? And they're like, yeah, yeah, maybe do something later. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. You, know, you don't want to do anything with me. We can wait till later. Like, I totally get that fear, if you know what I mean. Also, I feel like with that, because I, I think when me and my mom used to have this like amazing relationship where we could have like a phone call for literally a minute yeah. a day and be like, hi, how's it going? Good, yeah. okay, see you later, bye. Yeah. And now I... I don't really have that with anyone. Like, I think uh, I started now with Irene, to uh, with my partner. I try. I started calling her mm. sometimes to just be like, "Did you ask me to pick this or this, or yeah. did you try take this or whatever?" And then she's like, "Yeah," but I notice every time she answers the phone, she's like, "Yeah, yeah." It's you know? like and something must be wrong for you. Yeah, to be and also it's like a call. It's either gonna take. Like so, you either not gonna call me or it's yeah. gonna take three hours to be on the phone. Yeah, and I just think like I, part of me wants to normalize the, just calling someone like, okay, this is something very yeah. quick. Let you know, bye. Yeah, you Which know, is, well, like there's like, and I know people who do that, and I have no problem with doing that, and I've <laughs> been like, I can do that. So technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but we're back. Um, what were we talking about? Phones. Um, being not being able to call people. Just call yeah, people. no, it's um, yeah. You're just like freaking out. You're just like, how am I going to talk to this person? <laughs> how am I going to say hello? And so you're just like, oh, I'll just send them a text. Like you're like you're like afraid to just hit that button. Yeah, yeah. Be like, hit oh. the call button. Like then, like, like I know, like this girl I know, like. She just FaceTimes everybody. And like, 
I don't have like the balls to FaceTime someone yeah. out of the blue because they could be doing something they're being with something but like she'll just hit the thing button and be like yeah we're going to FaceTime and I'm like oh no the person on the phone might yeah. be like I like, yeah, yeah. might be like in their dressing gown and feel embarrassed even though they probably couldn't give a single fuck yeah. but like you're just scared <laughs> that, they, <laughs> that they might but um, yeah but that's these are like phone, phone calls are weird things that people are in our age should like be able to do it's such an yeah it, it's such an uh, a bizarre thing i sound i i feel like i i'm i shouldn't complain about it because I, i grew up with a phone and i grew, grew up wanting a phone and then i grew up having one and being like oh my god this is amazing but i agree yeah i think i, I it, it's it's so weird the way things move on because i think yeah. when my sister texts me sometimes you're like oh call me when you can and to me it's It's someone dying. Yeah, like that's, the, that's the first thought that comes in my mind. Well, if my uh, some of my mates would message me going, again, someone's literally died, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, it's a text message. Yeah. So I don't take it as serious. So like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, let's talk. Yeah, it's such a weird. Yeah, thing. it is. Te- like and like, I think just our people like in our age, like you know, if someone's calling you, that means something's up. Yeah. But like, why? Why? why I, don't, I don't even know like when that became a thing. I think it's because the messages became the the new emails. Yeah. I you know, because... Then they were so, so informal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, now they, even like that, it was basically the case of, oh, if you need to hear from someone in within like a day or two, email them and they'll get back to you and now that's like with messages like I can I think the, the way I pick up messages with like my mates is that we talk about an event and then at some point one of us either fall, falls asleep or just does yeah. something else and then two weeks later we just continue the same conversation like either the same conversation or just a new one but yeah. without ending the old one yeah group, this group chats man they're weird I am um, yeah I, I, and I, I'm bad for it as well because I, yeah. I sometimes just disappear and I'm like oh yeah And then two weeks later, I post something and everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, how interesting. And then he just dies. Yeah. And then something else But, comes to life. Yeah. Up. But it's just, I, like, But there are people who, like, I know get really, really upset when people don't reply in, like, their um, group chats and stuff. And I'm like, but, dude, like, everyone's busy. Yeah. That's, that's a, a good thing is to to always remember because especially like with I think with with at least like my experience with borderline personality mm. disorder is that you either think that you either think that like you usually think that people are like either into you or like onto you as yeah. in like someone's watching you yeah. or nobody gives a fuck about you yeah. and every time I, I think I if I message someone and I don't get the reply in within 15 seconds yeah so they I'm like hit me and they've never liked fuck. me fuck yeah, yeah. And, then, and then I just have to like distract myself with something else And, Dude, you know, and yeah. he, he, talking about, about it more now, I'm like, no, if it's something important, then I should call that person. Yeah. But I still don't have the, the, the guts to call them. I'd still yeah, dude. go like, here's a quick message that's probably not important, but it feels very important to me. Dude, I think, like, like I used to think, I would just call people when I was younger, like, just to be like, yo, what's up? How are you doing? Yeah. And, like, people told me that was weird. I'd be like, what? Be like, why do you want to know what I'm up to? And I'm like, because you're, you're my friend. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like, and like, 
I remember being told that makes you weird that you do that. And then, so I stopped doing it. Do you know what I mean? And then years later, I'm with all my mates, who I'm still close with now. This one guy, he's like, you know what I love about this one of our friends? He just calls people to check up on them, see how they're doing. And I'm like... That was me. Yeah. Like I, 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 Yeah, I, I was that guy. And you, and you told me that, like, that's weird. Yeah. I and I only stopped were, doing it because of you. You were like, uh, you were the, the kind of like corduroy jeans in Hackney. Yeah. You you wore them from the beginning. People were judging you. You stopped wearing them. And that's cool. And now they are pro- yeah. Yeah, dude. No, they're trust cool me. Again. Trust me. It's like like <laughs> like you never never like flame t-shirts, like flame shirts. <laughs> yeah. They're like young teenagers are wearing them because they're cool. Do you, I, do you know what I mean? And I used to like wearing stuff like that. Yeah. But then your football Robbie lad would be like, "You look gay," and so you'd be like, "I'm not." So, like, (laughs) because you you, you wouldn't want them to think that, like, you're a loser, so you just stop wearing it because it wasn't cool. And now it is. It's coming back? Yeah. Yeah. Fair Fox, all the wee lads and wee girls wearing them because you you all look good and pretty. It does do, like... In the most non-pedophilic way, that's how it yeah, we had the background, background check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just we're safe. It's safe. We're safe. We're safe. <laughs> we're safe, boys. Yes. Stay outside. Stay outside. Yeah. Um, Don't talk to strangers. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, um, the thing about like um, football. Wait, what's it about football t-shirts? Fuck. Uh, the flame t-shirts. No, the flame. Oh, that's yeah. Okay, because now we're slowly approaching the the music. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get I, there. I think, yeah, I think like, okay, like, we're going back to music. And I was going to say that I remember being a kid and not understanding why people would, were getting offended if someone wore like a Nirvana t-shirt mm. or someone wore like a, like a Metallica t-shirt. Yeah. And now I think I've got to the age of my, like, I see people, like, for example, there was the um, Linkin Park, like the Meteora uh, uh, discography. Yeah, yeah like of course, a yeah. Special edition. And I'd see someone wear it and... Again, I, that that sounds like as if I'm discriminating, as in like they didn't look like someone who listened. Yeah, like someone. I feel like I needed Linkin Park. Like I think when when Numb came out, I was oh, dude, like, what album? Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, I am I am that guy. Yeah, I and then I see, like, yeah, I see like people like my nephew's age, like they're just like turning eighteen or something. Then they have like those like Linkin Park, and then they are going through like their I guess emo phase, and I'm like, yeah, you don't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't know where they stood. <laughs> you know, that's why I'm like, am I that guy who goes like Metallica? You have no fucking idea. Yeah. Who Metallica. Do, really do you know? Is. Do you know what, dude? Uh, my <laughs> sister, God bless her. Um, we're like, we're like, she just came over to see me, and um, we were just sitting, and um, she takes off her jacket. She's wearing a Metallica t-shirt, like Master of Puppets, and I was like, do you know that song? And she was like, what? <laughs> and I was like from the t-shirt you're wearing and she was like oh it's a band and I was like yeah yeah it's a band <laughs> it's goddamn fucking Metallica <laughs> and she and you, you know what she went I don't mean to be a dick lame but is it not cool that I'm wearing something that you like that I thought looked cool it is actually and um, 
And the fact that you're turning to me and going, well, you don't know what that is and you shouldn't be wearing it makes you the asshole. And I'm pretty sure that if Metallica was in this room right now, they'd probably call you an asshole for not for telling her telling me that I can't wear no, this they, t-shirt. Do you know what well, I mean? They'll, they'll make like a 30, 30 minutes track for this thing. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, like, you, know, you know, like we can sit here and be like, oh, that's cool. But like, like I'm massive, not massive, but the past few years I've got really into like anime and manga. Nice. Which I never really was interested in. And um, uh, but like, but I love video games. Like I love yeah. like Final Fantasy, um, Dragon's Quest, Kingdom Hearts. I literally have a tattoo on my body for like how much I love like the game itself. Like right here, a wee heartless thing. I'm trying to like keep the mic wet, close my arm while I'm. No, it's okay. So like, so like there you see. Oh, that's from the game. Yeah, that's from Heart. That's from Kingdom Hearts. So that's like a Disney Final Fantasy crossover, and um, oh, and I nice. and I love it. And you know. I would say, like, the reason I do even do music now is because of this game. Seriously? Yeah, 100%. Like, um, like, so I must have been 15. I was sitting in a... I was... Well, actually, when I was seven, and I just... We're gonna, see, it's all coming together. It's all coming together to go full circle. <laughs> I'm seven years old. I'm depressed as fuck, and I don't know what's wrong with me, but I loved The Simpsons. And... The Simpsons had started releasing a comic. Which really? was, so it was more like a magazine, you know, like oh. you know, kids' magazines and stuff like that. No, in but, Romania, um, sorry. Ah, but. Oh, but it was, it, so like, The Simpsons had their own. Really, it's like, there were their own stories and stuff. It's really, really good. And then That's they would bad. have like little specials where like, there'd be superheroes as well because I love comic books. Like, it was like, perfect for me as a kid because I wanted to read more Marvel and DC. But it was, because I didn't understand where comic book stories were, it was really hard to get actual comics. So this was like my next best thing. And on the back, there was a Kingdom Hearts 2 advertisement, and um, which was for obviously the second game, um, which is seen as a, a cult classic. And um, I always wanted to play it. But, um, you know, time passes. I'm 15 years old. Everyone's on the 360s and PS3s, maybe even the Xbox One and PS4 maybe even coming out. Wait, because you're 25. Uh, yeah, we've been 10 years ago. 10 years. No, it's 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the Xbox One came after I moved to England, so it's... Mm, yeah, no, it, 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 it's... Because it's like it, nine it or eight it years. Been, it wouldn't have been... It would have been post around the same time. Close yeah, around, yeah. yeah. But, okay. um, so, like, I'm like, okay. And I go in and I see... And so, in Ireland, we had a thing called X-Division, which is basically blockbuster... Oh, um, but right. the Irish version and um, so we just and on you still buy PS2 games there and they're all like £5 and Kingdom Hearts 2 was there and I was like or sorry King, well, not Kingdom Hearts 2 it was Kingdom Hearts 1 in the box anyway so I ran out to my mum and I was like because I was only meant to like rent a game which was, was like £3 for the weekend so fucking cheap like, like and then um, I was like can you just give me a fiver? And this is a game I will play all the time. I've wanted it since I was seven years old. And told her the story I've just told everyone here. And she was like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, like, yeah, 100%. And um, at that point, like, I loved FIFA, football, stuff like that, you know. And I was like, like, I was, com- like, I wasn't like, 
I just wasn't able to express myself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And hello. hello. Oh, sorry, don't worry. Sorry. And um, so I'm unable to express myself. And um, I get this game and I go home and um, put the game in and it comes up Kingdom Hearts 2 which was the original advertisement I'd seen because they put the wrong game in the box and I didn't know that so when it came up Kingdom Hearts 2 I thought that's a really weird one it doesn't look like the box but yeah, I don't know any better and then um, I play this game and it's basically about this like the, first, the beginning of the game it's about this kid who's on a summer vacation and then it turns out he's not even a real person he's actually the, he's actually just a part of the main character and then like dies and then you play as the main character for the rest of the game and like I'm not even joking I felt like at that moment in my life I was like that character Roxas where I was just playing a part of myself I wasn't playing myself and um, which always made me feel like what he was and nobody and like the tattoo on my arm I the other part of me was heartless and those things those, those, those enemies in the game like I felt like them like not figuratively because they're like weird anime Japanese characters <laughs> like, but like I, I, I felt like that and so like you know um, I like I, I'm always never saying like I'm gonna get the heartless tattoo like the heartless symbol tattooed in my body so I always remember that this is what made me go I'm gonna play Pokemon again I'm gonna play Zelda again I'm gonna listen to rock music I'm gonna listen to indie music I'm gonna listen to pop music I'm gonna give everything a try because if this thing that like I don't because I, I, cause like I, you know when you're at school you have your you, you're in the nerd group and you have like the two nerds who are really in anime and you're just like it's kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> and you're just not on board so like I was like well I'm wrong because this is a technically anime Japanese game that just has Disney qualities to it because it's a collaboration so if I'm wrong about this what else could I be wrong about and that's and I genuinely like that's what got me into writing music because I was like I've always been trying to write even when I was 15 about like session like going out and having parties or like what I think it's like to go out and have parties but what if I just write about stories or about myself or other people and that's what made me really interested in art as a whole with TV, movies and now uh, cartoons and anime so like um, and I I mean I can't remember how we like where I was going in the beginning with it but that's that's kind of how it came full circle because I was seven years old then I was 15 now 10 years on um, getting all my music out um, 
starting to really figure out what how I'm going to do this right, and um, the stuff that me and the guys are doing with Jordy, Delaney, Frankie, and um, George who helps us mix and master, and um, all the guys who've came in in my life. Like it's awesome to have all these people in it, and I am so happy that they're in it to help me through. And you know when you the thing I really, really love about music that's so special as an art form is that unlike a movie, a game, uh, even comedy, the story is the story. Like, you don't dictate that. But in music, with the way you heard it is the way you heard it. Yeah. And it will only mean that to you. Like, obviously, like, when you watch a movie that hits you different, um, it might hit someone else there. It might not, might not even hit someone at all um, because they're not able to relate to it. But I le- from a song I wrote, which is one of the first ones we read, Being Younger, like, I've had 10 people tell me what they think that song is, and it's not even close to how I originally wrote it and that's and that the tr- the truth is that's fucking awesome yeah. because that means that my little song that I wrote in my bedroom helped them and helped them through their story and that's what makes music so special is because no matter what the person writ or even in the lyrical content of the story you only can relate that to yourself and your story. Yeah. And that's why music's fucking awesome. Um, God. I, um, I got actually, I'm going to confess about something. Yeah. I didn't know Running Up That Hill was written or like was sung by, uh, what's her oh, name? Oh, um, Kate K- Bush. K- K- Bush. Yeah. I fought placebo. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's so funny because my mate also said the same. Because we just, I just happened to know someone who's a massive Kate Bush fan, um, and I wouldn't have known either. I actually would have known, thought it was a placebo song, but because they were so into Kate Bush, I just happened to know that. So you're not the first person to turn to me and go, I thought it was a placebo song. Okay, so good. you're not on your own. You're not on but your own. The thing is, what I, want, I was going to confess to is that I had the... Um, like I have this scenario of like uh, I used to have a nightmare about it a lot, and it ends up with basically, long story short, is this guy that follows me throughout my entire life, and I remember him at points in my in my life. I end up conf- confronting him in something that looked like a local shopping center yeah. in United Kingdom. Um, now this shopping center is um, for the. For my nightmare, it's, it's very, it's, it's very like plausible yeah. uh, scenario because the shopping center it's right outside, uh, it's on the top of a cliff mm-hmm. for some reason. So I basically end up seeing this guy, yeah, and I was like, I remember you. You were like in my first day in school. You were like, you know, like yeah. my graduation day. Who the fuck are you? And he's like, Oh, I'm your father. Because I never met my actual yeah. like, my, so then, but then, I I shoot him. 
somehow I have a gun shit, and I, I yeah. shoot him and then I go and jump off the cliff yeah. and then placebo running up that hill, hill plays. <laughs> plays and that's the Dude. ending of my dream, dream. Dude, that's and then, mental and then the fuck is stranger things yeah. <laughs> I was like who is this lady <laughs> singing placebo songs oh dude that must be such out of the world like outer body like I don't know outer body experience is the right way to put it but like this weird experience where you're like you're like you're so used to like this story that was created in your little brain and then you hear a completely different version and that's the thing I was like because I, I, I watched Stranger Things and I've seen the scene it's beautiful yeah it's gorgeous like mine is better who knows you might be able to put it in a TV show someday and you know what they'll all everyone who'll watch will go they saw that from Stranger Things but you'll fucking know and if they listen to this fucking podcast they'll know yeah that, 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 that's why I feel like yeah. that's the right moment to share this because I was yeah, like no. that's the ending of my movie yeah and and all I and literally because I, I have like the running up that hill is on my playlist I love I love both versions yeah. but I was just like Kate Bush and I was like well she's I was like this like lady is like he's not he's older than placebo mm. I was like why are she, why is she picking up that so like yeah. and then I had to do research and I was like oh yeah they covered it okay yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, no but I agree with you I think it's that's why I, I love music because I even though I'm not a massive fan of the of the actually no I kind of am um, you know the Will We Ever Talk by Sam Fender oh dude what a guy I that song I know it's about like a date yeah but every time I listen to that song I remember my mom yeah which, who's passed away yeah but the fact because when he goes like Will We Ever Talk because like one of the first or like one of the last because I remember going to hospital to like see my mom yeah and all I could think of was I, I wish I could I can speak with this person again yeah so every time I listen to that song to me it's not about like a date or like a like a one night stand no, dude, or like and it, it's it's incredible because a yeah. part of me was like am I being a, do I want to like date my mom or something but then yeah. I was actually like no it's just because that's literally like my that was my question yeah to like again that's the way I romanticized seeing my mom for, for the last time yeah. I was like will we ever talk yeah as in like will we ever talk that's again that's beautiful because, dude and I was like that yeah again, it's, a, it's such a because I don't know I feel yeah it's, it's such a beautiful song it is to yeah me, it, it means something that's totally the opposite because I'm sure something that wasn't like oh yeah so this this guy's mom is going to pass away yeah of course, no, of course. yeah he was just like oh yeah this is just a wonderful song about Again, having a crush on someone or... Yeah, 100%. And then to me, I was like, wow. It doesn't mean that at all. Yeah. But that's what like, that's why I think like music's so special. Because like um, we were talking about like breaking down and crying to music. Like uh, when you're at the Gang of Youths uh, yeah. gig. See, everything that we're talking about today is all coming back. Because at the wedding, uh, but my granddad died about... Four years ago, five, five. Oh, no, it's okay, dude. Okay. You know, like you've lost your mom and dad, and like I'm still so lucky to have mine in my life. And I think that like to not have them is so tough. So like I don't even I I couldn't even like put myself in your shoes if I'm being honest. I I would genuinely find that so hard. Um. So I, I think that you you being able to like 
get yeah. on with your life and live it is fucking awesome and you should be very very proud of yourself because I would I don't even know where I would go and like I like I don't I, the day my dad dies like everyone look for me because it could be catastrophic you <laughs> it, sorry go on. It, but this yeah so basically I am um, my granddad died he was a very big part of my life we always played drafts together and so was my granny and I hadn't wrote a song for her uh, but on the day he on the day he died well a few days later at his wake I had finally seen him I came home it was super late I go straight into my garage and I just sit and I play guitar I didn't do, I talk to anybody I didn't do anything and then I went out for smoke and came back inside and I went I just hit the, I hit record. I just wrote the song on the spot. It's called "Hey There, Granddad." It's basically a song for my granny, my granddad, and for anyone else who's lost anybody. And at the wedding, I was asked to sing that by this guy Ryan Kelly, who's another absolute legend, who is too kind because he just loves us, like Birches, and he's so passionate about us doing our thing. He's another singer and guitar player, and he a um, musician in general. He um, said, please play that song. And that was Gemma's, my granddad too. And um, I played the song. And I broke down in tears, like while I'm playing it, while I'm telling the story, and while I end it. And in the end, I'm like standing there with my arms down, my head down, and the tears are pouring. And um, all my cousins just come up and we all hug each other. And I was like, this is what music's about. Like, it's everyone feels something, no matter whether you know what the song's about, whether you don't. It's fucking awesome that music just makes you feel something. Um, when you're like trying to do this because you're trying to find motivation, and you're trying to be like, we're like this 17-year-old whose parents are rich, um, I've just got it given to them. Do you know what I mean? Um, now they're famous and they're way older. Now they're the same age as me. And it's really hard because like, that's like probably the biggest part of, hardest part of being an artist is like looking at everybody else around you. But I'll give you the best bit of advice I can give you to anyone who's listening right now is fuck them. Like, um, they're not doing your music. They're not doing your show. And they're not doing whatever you're doing, that it's, you shouldn't be bitter about people being more successful than you, and you definitely shouldn't be a dick to someone who's not doing as well as you. Um, yeah. The, and I've always been like that. Yeah, like, obviously, I've had certain people where I've been like, yeah, they, they, they're my level. And I've been people, I've looked at people where I'm like, I am nowhere near your level. You know what I mean? Um, and it's tough. But, um, you know, dude, those people, um, the reason they're doing so well is because they're not thinking about you, they're thinking about their own thing. And when you just think about your own thing and only worry about your own thing, um, you'll be grand. That doesn't mean, like, you shouldn't, like, if your mates are doing stuff, don't, like, support them. Support them. Obviously, like, you, you should support them because, like, you're your mates and you care for them. And if you're, if you're not doing that, don't like feel bad because like I'm sure another closer friend to them might forget to share the all post or do the all things you know what I mean like it's not 
mandatory. But like to everyone who's listening, that and that doesn't mean because I've had like your girlies done by complex. Uh, you have a guy who's on who's doing like fighting, don't you as well? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Cage fighter. Yeah. So like big big muscles. Like, don't, like none of those things happen unless you go do it. So stop looking at what other people are doing. Um, you can look at other people for ideas and advice, but you got to do it, man. And that's the only way things are going to get done. I Yeah, I think it's so true because I know uh, sometimes I feel like there is a, there's a version of like a very resentful man inside of me. You yeah, know, and I, and yeah, I look at and I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, in the grand scheme of things, because I see like people who are, because I'm, I'm 26 now. Yeah. And I needed a second too. But I'm 26 now. And there are people who are telling me, oh my God, you're so young, you're so lucky yeah, that dude. you got in. But then there are people who I've seen like they're like 19 or 20 or 21 and they are way but also they are like way above my level but I agree I think the moment you kind of figure it out and you're like you know what it's I feel like in this situation I've got especially I think if it, when it's happens, happening to good people to people that I actually know yeah. and I'm like oh these people are so nice I'm actually buzzing for yeah. them but also it's never the question of oh you're not good it's just that Again, it's an art form, you know. Yeah. People appreciate it different times. Yeah, dude. And it's 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 more about finding your. Because I, I I only realized even recently when I I've I've done it for like what two years, but then I'm still trying to like find my because I have my jokes, but I'm still trying to find my voice or like the way I want to say yeah, it. And of course, you know, you're still into it, and it's again, it's the same. Yeah, it's, I think it's the same with anything, and it's it's good to again, yeah, look around, you know, see what's happening, but yeah. it does it's. I, I I don't like, especially like in, in comedy, you get a lot of people who are fairly, um, I don't know, they people don't bitter. necessarily want you to do well. Yeah, bitter. Yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, we are, the reality is we're like a community, it's like a family. Yeah. Like there are, compared to the amount of people like that who live, yeah. there are only a few musicians, there are only a few comedians. Yeah. Like sell again as long as they are nice person and you because yeah. again you can either ignore it or celebrate it with them but I, I agree with you I think it's 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 important to just like know where you at and m- yeah think of I mean for example with like with the setup here where we you know we you gave me like loads of ideas yeah. that I would I didn't I didn't think of yeah before and that's only you know that's the open mind it has, oh, yeah. yeah you know rather than I don't know I just think yeah, it, it's like, beautiful to embrace of course dude um, embrace this and again it's not everyone's an artist and we should yeah. all be helping each other for the yeah. thing that we love and that's art and I don't think that matters if you're a painter a comedian a musician or someone who codes games or an animator which like you, oh, I think that's so hard dude, man. Like, yeah. all, like we should all be helping each other because like yeah the thing is, is that these bitter people who will tell you good people never make it, good people do this, this and that. Well, who do they know in the industry? Um, don't get me wrong, there are sharks out there who will eat <laughs> you alive. Um, it's And there's going to be times where, like, I'm pretty sure probably in our lives where maybe you'll write a show and someone else will get the credit or, and I write a song and someone else would get the credit. 
and we're going to be fuming. Maybe we won't get royalties from it, and it'll be annoying. But just because that one guy is the industry that is in the industry doesn't mean that's the industry. That's the industry. And yeah. um, I've met people who are unbelievably high up, who are unbe- who are unbelievably dead on. I have met people who are at the unbelievable god bottom and are unbelievably dead on. I've met people who are bang in the middle and are fucking dicks. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. it's the thing that we love is art. And you know what we should do is appreciate it all, enjoy it all, and um, don't ever stop because someone said do it this way just do it whatever way you want man as long as you're not hurting anybody try and start some weird political thing that's gonna damage and hurt other people's beliefs or stuff like just make what you want and the main thing that you should always focus on is that like you can Think about your social media numbers. You can think about your stream numbers. You can think about who's liking your posts. But if you're not having fun making the content, because that's what it is, we're in the content game now, lads. And like, it's we're like, if you're not doing the content and enjoying making the content, which is for me, music, and for you, your material for 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 for, for comedy. If that's not your the thing that's getting the most look looked at and the most you're working on, like, then why are you doing it? Because the only reason I'm doing this because I love music and I want to get what's in my brain into sound waves. Yeah. And the reason you're doing it is because you have all these stories in your brain that you think is funny as fuck and you know that other people <laughs> will laugh at them too. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes this so goddamn special. Like our art is so much, is so special. We shouldn't lose out on it. Um, I don't actually really got much to talk about my own music at this very moment in time. If you want to check it out, it's on it's on Spotify, iTunes. They were called Birches. A lot of it's uh, emo indie rock music about life and whatever you hear. Please take it the way you want and hit me up I'm on Liam Giggs at Instagram and I will happily listen to anybody who wants to talk about anything because I love art and um, but next year we have a lot of stuff coming it's going to be really really cool we have a lot of demos and we're going to be talking to a guy about where we should go next so please look out for us Um, thank you for having me on this has been Unreal Dude Oh, this is amazing. I think it's, oh, it felt, it, it, we, we spent a, a long time together, but it's been wonderful. Yeah. I, um, I'm so excited for next year for you. Thanks, dude. Um, yeah, let's see how it goes. And um, As I'm excited for you and to hear more of this. Well, we'll, we'll see how that goes as well. <laughs> and then we'll hopefully do this again. No, dude, um, I'll happily come back on. And even, even maybe next time bring some of the boys or even just myself, whatever. You know what, actually, that's, uh, that, could be, that could be a good idea. Yeah, dude, that sounds good yeah, to me. Yeah, can have like a little group. I, I, all right, I, I always, 
a part of me thinks I can play uh, music. <laughs> and Anyone can play music. I know, but I, I think if I manage to get that successful to not have to have a day job anymore, I want yeah. to pick up on drums or a guitar. <laughs> just because I, and that's why I'd, I'd yeah. love to just like, you know, jam with the boys. <laughs> yeah, bro, bro, always, man. Like, you always have a little come jam. Always, man. Yeah, be happy in, any day. Like, in my head, what I do sounds really well, even though I don't know how to actually. You know, like, it does it ever happen? Well, what do you mean? To like, you, because sometimes in my head I'm like, oh, my voice sounds amazing, and then I listen back to the record. I'm like, oh, oh, I hate my voice. I hate it. Like I hate hearing it. Like every time I hear it, I'm just like, oh, it's so cr- you're so cringe. So sometimes I do this, you know, as if like, and I, I try to like do the you the know, tap to the beat. Yeah, because people think that I'm like actually as if I I try to make people in the tube. Think that, <laughs> no, that I'm actually like, Dude, training trust me, you. They might have two musicians, <laughs> let's call them, like you see, and they're like doing a the little drum beat, and you're like, you don't know what you're doing, man. You don't, you, yeah, you know, like, like, to be fair, though, I'm a tube, I'm a tube musician, and I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I remember, I always remember this, I remember this guy being like, I always heard you sing at parties, and heard you like just sing away to yourself, and I'm being honest, it sounded pretty shit, and... The second you played your music, I was like, wow, you're fucking awesome. And it just goes to show that just because you're fucking around doesn't mean you're not good at the art when, it sh- when, it, when, it actually, when you have to turn it on. Mm. And I was like, nice man. And he was like, no, it's all right. And, you know, that applies to anything. Like, you may, you may be a tube musician, but, you know, when you get from that drum kit, you might be able to just hit that beat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, this was brought to you by TFL. <laughs> <laughs> Give me my fucking money. Keep on every time. They double charge me every time I get the Elizabeth line. Like, oh. Not every time, but like about once a month, I'll get double charged. Maybe it's because it's like one for Elizabeth, one for Charles. Now. No, no, it's just, it's just, it's just because they're like. No, you don't get it because it's like one for oh, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah. One for uh, yeah, no, no. Sorry, that, that was bad. bad uh, no. yeah. <laughs> Take that out of the yeah, material. You're, like really, you're really going into it. You're like, no. <laughs> no I'm, I'm so free. <laughs> I'm so bothered about. It. I have no time for the comedy. I just, I'm just, I'm just gonna kill it there and then. Like, oh man, but no, it was, it was so nice having you. No, uh, we like. So we're, he's all, we're, both, we're both, yeah, we're like, we're, you do it with your head now. Yeah, there we go. Shake hands. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you so much. Thank you. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. You'll hear from me again next week. Stay skillful. Bye now.